0: Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savell. It's a joy to have you join with us today, and I trust as you watch our broadcast, there is going to be a special word that you receive that's going to touch your heart and change your life. God wants to do some big things in your life, and I want to encourage you today as you listen to this broadcast, make up your mind right now before you hear another word, take the limits off God. God's glory is going to be manifesting in your life for the rest of your life, and I want you to experience his presence, his power, and his goodness like never before. Those of you that joined with us last week, you remember we took you into a service right here at Heritage of Faith Christian Center in Crowley, Texas, our church uh, that we began about 18 years ago, and once again, if you're ever in our area, please come and join us. We'd love to have you. Brother Jesse DePlanis and I, We're tag team preaching in this special service where we had our church-like Christian bikers uh, come together for a weekend along with our church people, and we had a glorious meeting. This year, we focused on Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, and it talks about how that uh, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. Now, before going into this service, We didn't know what we were going to preach. We didn't know what each other was going to say. And the Lord just dropped it in our hearts that this is what we should talk about. And it turned out to be a glorious service. So I want to encourage you to watch very closely. Get ready to rejoice. Get ready to shout. And anytime you hear Jesse, you're going to be laughing. Praise God. So I want to encourage you, just enjoy the service today. And then I'll be back at the close with some remarks that you don't want to miss. Amen go to Psalm 78 real quick. Jesse quoted it. Verse 41. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Limited the Holy One of Israel. First time I read that a long, long time ago, I thought it's got to be a misprint. An unlimited God can be limited. And notice who was doing it, his own people. They limited an unlimited God. And I began to study this and found out that there were two major ways in which they did it, and it's still going on today. Number one, small thinking. Number two, negative talking. Small thinking, negative talking. If you think small, then you're going to limit God. If you continue to talk negative, then you're gonna limit God. He's not gonna do what he's able to do and violate his own word when you're thinking small and talking negative. Amen. All right. And that's the reason a lot of people never see things like Jesse's talking about, what I'm talking about, is because they don't think big. They think that it's wrong. I'm not supposed to think big. Well, if you read the Bible. You are to think big, yeah. Amen. You serve a big God, yeah. Amen. Yeah. He says, "My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, yes. yeah. my ways are higher than your ways." Yeah. But you got to remember, that's in the book of Isaiah. Yeah. They didn't have what we have. Yeah. They weren't born again. Right. Yeah. We're born again. Yeah. That means we are new creations. Yeah. Uh, the literal Greek says, "New species of beings." that's never existed before. I'm a new species of being. That old Jerry Savelle died. Hallelujah. Amen. And a new one was created. And this one doesn't think like that one did. He doesn't talk like that one did. All right. Now I had to learn these things. You know, it was my spirit that was born again, not my mind, not my flesh. I still weighed the same amount. <laughs> I still thought thoughts that were contrary to God's Word but my inner man, my spirit was born again in the image of God. But in the New Testament, it says we have the mind of Christ. That means we've got potential that we didn't have before we were born again. Amen. 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 I think a lot of people are failing to use or to reach and tap their full potential. Amen. 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 And so notice here it says they limited the Holy One of Israel. And if you read it once again, it seems that every time they came up against a problem, a crisis, something that looked impossible, they would say, but can he do this? And he would show them that he could. And then they'd reach another crisis. Yeah, but can he do this? They were constantly forgetting what he'd already done. And all they were talking about was what they were faced with at that moment. Right. But can he do this? How many of you would say today that you have had God do something in your life at least once that was impossible? Yeah. 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 Well, if he did it once, can he do it again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this one's bigger, Brother Jerry. Well, it doesn't make any difference how big it gets. He's a big God. He's able. He's able. Shout, He's able. Amen. You know, the only difference in God getting you $10 and getting you $1,000 is zeros. Amen. Just a few more zeros at the end. I remember when Brother Copeland came the first time and, and uh, that I heard him and, and I was uh, impacted by the message that he preached and surrendered my life to the Lord. And and back then they had some reel-to-reel tapes. And I got a hold of those tapes and began to listen to him. He was introducing me to uh, the Bible and particularly the message of faith. And he began to talk about, you know, uh, the blessings of Abraham, which I'd never heard before, the blessings of Abraham. And Galatians chapter 3 about uh, if you belong to Christ, then you Abraham's seed. And suddenly I realized I'm, I'm Abraham's seed and he'd say you get to the place to where your bible just automatically opens to Deuteronomy 28 and Galatians 3 Amen. because you spend so much time there and he said get familiar with what the blessings of Abraham were they're recorded in Deuteronomy 28 and then go back over there and say now this belongs to me because Galatians 3 says I'm the seed of Abraham and then ask yourself, what belongs to me? Go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and you say, "No, wait a minute. That's Abraham's blessing." But go back over to Galatians 3. But I'm the seed of Abraham. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And notice, if you keep doing that, it's going to change the way you think. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to start yeah. thinking bigger. Yeah. And I remember studying that and going back and forth, like Brother Copeland said he did when he first started, and and my mind was getting renewed. And I remember sitting down and writing him a letter <clears throat> and I said, Brother Copeland, your ministry has changed my life. I said, if I had thousand dollars, I'd send it to you right now to help you in your ministry and help you reach other Jerry Savelles just like me and impact their lives like my life has been impacted. I said, but sir, I don't have a thousand dollars. I don't even have a hundred dollars. I don't have $10 I can send you. I said, but I'm not without seed. I do have something, and the only thing I had at that time, because I just shut my business down, I still had business debts and so forth that I was believing to pay off. And I said, the only thing I've got, sir, in the way of seed, is prayer. And I'll get up every morning at six o'clock. And I'll spend the first hour of my day praying for you, and your ministry, and your family. That's all the seed I got. And I wrote that and put it in a letter. And uh, Uh, sometime later. Now it didn't take a lifetime, but I'll never forget. One day, Brother Copeland came back. Well, actually after I moved over here and I walked up to him, I said, sir, you remember that letter I wrote to you? I said, if I had a thousand dollars, that's about as big as I could think back then. If I had a thousand dollars, I said, well, here it is. I got the thousand dollars and I put it in his hand he smiled real big at me, you know, and I heard something come out of my mouth that I didn't expect. I said, and someday it'll be 10000 I said, dear God, where in the world would I ever get 10000 <laughs> But I remember the day I walked up to him. I said, sir, you remember when I gave you that $1,000? I said, someday it'll be 10000 Here it is. And I heard something come out of my mouth. Yeah. One day it'll be 100000 oh. Dear God, <laughs> Where in the world would I ever get $100,000? But I'll remember the day. I said, you remember I said one time, one day it'll be $100,000? I said, here it is. And I could hardly wait to hear what came out of my mouth this time. I said, one day it'll be a million dollars. And I didn't flinch. I didn't flinch. Hallelujah. And it's been done, praise God. Amen. What's happening? I changed the way I thought. Yeah. I changed the way I talked yeah. Yeah. and I stopped limiting God. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you need to do something about your thoughts, yeah. <laughs> you about your thoughts. and you need to do something about your words. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. These are spiritual principles. Yeah. Amen. God wants us to coming up to his level. Yes. When he said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Yeah. But in the New Testament, we have the mind of Christ. Well, don't you think Christ is able to think God's thoughts? Yeah. And if we have the mind of Christ, then we have the potential now to think bigger. Hallelujah. Amen. Now you might be able to think bigger, but you got to line your words up with it. That's right. you, can't, you can't keep going around saying, this doesn't work for me. This will never happen. I don't understand Jesse talking about how blessed he is. It's not working for me. Yes, it is working for you in the negative because you're saying it and you believe what you say and you're getting what you say. And guess what? You limited God. You limited God. I remember one time uh, I, I had this impression that every time I talked negative, the angels folded their wings and bowed their head. Because in the book of Psalms, it says, they excel in strength, hearkening unto the voice of God's Word. When they hear God's Word coming out of our mouth, they excel in strength. And they have been given an assignment to make happen what they hear come out of our mouths when it lines up with God's Word. But when they hear things that are negative and they are not in agreement with God's Word, they just bow their heads and fold their wings. Uh And then when they start hearing you speak God's Word, they start rising in strength. Excel in strength, the Bible says, and go about trying, endeavoring to make, come to pass what you have decreed out of your mouth because it's God's Word. Amen? Amen? So. If you want to take the limitations off God and when you take the limitations off him, you also are taking the limitations off you. Then get to the place where you think God's word and get to the place where you talk God's word. Amen. 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 So once again, they limited the Holy One of Israel because of the way they thought and the way they talked. Back up just a little bit there in Psalm 78. And notice in verse 19, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. And then they said, after watching the miracle that he just did, they said, yeah, but can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Notice every time they came up against another impossible-looking situation. They kept asking, but can he do this? But can he do this? If God's ever done the impossible once in your life, he can do it again. Amen. If he's ever met a financial need in your life, he can do it again, no matter how many zeros you add to it, praise yes. God. God is able yes. to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. Hallelujah. Can you give him a shout? Praise God. So I challenge you this morning, get real busy. If you haven't started yet, it's not too late. Get real busy renewing your mind. That's where it all begins. Amen. Renewing your mind. As a man thinketh, so is he. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's been said, and I've repeated it many times, your life tends to go in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. Amen. And if you continue to talk negative, then that's what you're going to get. But you don't have to. You can change it. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. It quite requires some discipline. And that's a word most Christians hate. They just want it all to happen without them having to do anything or change anything. It's been said you know, to, to expect different results and keep doing the same thing. That's the definition of insanity. Amen. You can't get different results and not change some things that you're doing. So how many of you want to take the limitations off yourself and take the limitations off of God? Amen. God is able, shout with me, my God is able to do exceeding, exceeding abundantly, abundantly above all I can ask or think abundantly. according to the power that works within me. And if you really believe it, give him the best shout you got this morning. Come on, Jeff.
1: You have to learn that breathing unbelief is not safe. Unbelief has infection in it. Write that down. Breathing unbelief is not safe. It has infection in it. It infects and destroys. But Jesus made you the salt of the earth. So though you have a curing ability inside of you. When you understand who Christ is, Christ in you, the hope of glory. When you limit God's power in your life, that tells you that you're walking in a lack of faith. You cannot, even though it seems unbelievable, impossible, but it's always doable. Yes. Doable. You see what I'm saying? If you can just remember that last word, doable. Believe the unbelievable. Receive the impossible because it's doable. Now you think, but I don't know how to do it. He's just asking you to obey. Yeah. Do you understand when God called me to the ministry and he, t- I'll never forget this, you know, you got to understand, I made a lot of money in my life as a young man. I was a rocker. I mean, it was nothing to make a million bucks in a night. I, I'm not, you know, back, way back in 60s and the 70s, you know, Led Zeppelin, Grand Funk. I mean, you're talking, the rock world got major money in that. Okay, well, I mean, I never got as big as them, but I got close. And to make a long story, you make a lot of money in the process. When I got born again, I didn't, I thought you had to be poor to be a Christian. I heard that all my life, you know, if you're going to be a Christian, you have got to be poor. So we gave all our money away. We didn't have no problem with that because money was destroying me. You see, it didn't bring me any happiness. It was the most biggest disappointment of my life. I was raised very poor. And all of a sudden, I'm telling Kathy at 21, 22, actually 22 years old, I said, Kathy, we can buy anything want, go anywhere, we want, do anything more. Why am I so unhappy? Because I needed God. See, I had been breathing unbelief, unbelief. I was infected with unbelief. But when I got born again, I was healed and gave the salt. I became the salt of the earth. He cured me, see. And then I, began, I said, I'm not going to limit God's power. Now, I still didn't know anything about money because I thought, give and don't expect anything in return. You heard that all your life growing up? You just give, bless God, but don't expect anything in return. And I thought, oh, okay, until I read the Bible. When I began to read the Bible, Bible, I said, everything they've told me is not true. If this is the word of God, what they say and they're lying. So I began to sow seed, not just to get. I just thought, well, I I like giving. I just want to be a blessing. And God began to bless me. I mean, in the city, in the field, going in, going out, and how many times he'd wake me up and say, "Hey, I think I'm gonna just bless you today." I said, "Okay," and it always had to do with a seed. It always had to be doing something. I, now, Roy, uh, stand up, Roy. Let everybody look at you. You, you. Before Roy was saved, you did not make him mad. Look at it. <laughs> you, you didn't make Roy mad. You know what I'm saying? Roy, don't cry. You know, Roy hurt you. But this boy is saved. Okay. I mean, not his beard saved, you know, everything saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So watch this. When you learn to obey, you, when you obey, you hear God's voice all the time. And you know my sheep know my voice and a stranger, they will not follow. Now, Roy, was, we were starting to get into motorcycles. I didn't, you know, i Roy. I don't think he ever had a motor. I don't think he ever had one. So I'm in my office, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm just breathing uh, encouragement. Encouragement is the oxygen of the soul. Breathe. And all of a sudden, the Lord said, go down to the Honda place. I said, what for? And there's a black motorcycle I want you to buy Roy Holton. I said, well, tell him to buy it. We, we want, we. <laughs> now, I didn't even know he wanted a Honda. I had no idea. I don't know if we even talked about it or nothing. Anyway, he wanted a black one. What was that thing? What do you call that? What? that VTX, 1800. VTX 1800. Yeah, v, yeah VT something 1800. So I go over there. I walked in. I said, do y'all have one? I need a a black VT, whatever you call it, 1800. He said, we don't have it. I said, no, no, the Lord sent me here. He said, excuse me. This is the salesman." I said, the bike is here, sir. The Lord sent me. I know the voice of God. Now find that motorcycle. He's just looking at me like that. I said, move. Come on. We're going to find it. I said, when's the last time you've been upstairs? Oh, he ain't been up there in two weeks. Come on. I walked up there and there is a black VT, what? Yes. Yeah, 1800 sitting there. <laughs> I, don't know. You know, I don't know. And I said, I want that motorcycle. He said, I didn't know that was here. I said, because you're not here in God. <laughs> so I went back down, I paid the motorcycle, I did the paperwork. I said, now Roy had to come and sign it. You know, So well, I said, nah, I'm going to get him over here without lying. So his wife works for me. She's my executive secretary. I said, Mary, Listen, I want you and Roy, if you don't mind, follow me to the Honda place. I'm going to bring my motorcycle down there. To do what? I had no idea, but I'm going to buy something to put on it. You know what I'm saying? I said, then y'all can bring me back. You know, he said, okay. So Roy's come walking in you know, there. Walk. And I said, let's look around here. And old Roy. just looking around. He said, boy, boss. He said, he said I said, which one do you like, Roy? He said, well, it's not here because he's downstairs. He said, you know, he said, it's this black one, solid black, uh, 1800, <laughs> VT, whatever you call it, 1800. You know. I said, well, let's go look up there. Now, I already had the keys in my hand. It's already paid for me, ladies and gentlemen. Now, watch this. Now, I ain't never seen Roy do this, and I ain't seen him do it since. <laughs> I only did it once, and then we've been, how long have you been working for me, 25 years? How many? 26. 26 years. Watch this. So, we come, and I said, I said, Roy, did you say you wanted, isn't that one like that? He goes, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, he said, that's what I'm talking about, boy, that thing, he said, you know, and he said, and I said, hey, Roy, and I threw the keys at him. He caught it. I said, show a motorcycle. He goes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh Jesus! Said, tears come out. I said, all right, God. "See, Ra strong enough to grab the bike and bring it downstairs with him." See, I need to take it take off. Oh Jesus! And Mary, she busts out crying. Her tears come out. and I thought,
0: "Oh God!
1: All I wanted to do, and all I did do, was regurgitate the unbelief." and swallow the obedience. And I got all the infection out because God was able. So I said, Roy, go ahead and drive it back. He goes, oh, boss, I'm nervous. I I never drove. I I said, you want me to drive it home? (laughs) Yeah, I said, I'll drive it home. I said, you can learn to drive this thing in the parking lot of our ministry, you know, because you got to get used to the weight and all that kind of stuff. So they followed me. And I don't know how I got my bike home, but something, something happened. I can't remember how it happened. Anyway, and I'm driving. I got to thinking, shoot, I'm keeping this bike. Thank <laughs> you. This may bad, son. Whoa, 1,800. Whoa, Lord Jesus. Man, I got in there. I said, okay, Roy, I doing circle eights, do all kinds of crazy things out there, learning. And man, they wasn't no more than, I guess, 15, 20 minute man, Roy, running all over the place. And, and that was the beginning of his motorcycle. And he's now the head of the Chariots of Light there here at our church, the to Church. And I mean, they all go riding and all that kind of stuff. And it's a blessing, see? But all it started out with was obedience. So watch this. Then I go on a trip with Kenneth Copeland and Jerry Savelle, and we go up to the place in Colorado. And brother, he got a, he got a new Harley Davidson, I mean, loaded to the gills. Man, I come walking out the hotel. I said, my God, Kenneth, when would you get this? And he said, boy, the Lord bless me with this. Look at this thing. I said, this is great, man. I said, this is a beautiful bike. He said, sit on that thing. And I sat on I said, and you know, I'm short-legged, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, but it sat. Both feet, fly. I went, my God, this look good. Kenneth says, it's yours. I caught the key. I said, are you serious? He said, ride, boy. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me the motorcycle. Dennis Burke went, Mark. He was standing right there. Jesus Lord, it was so wonderful. Well, I kept it about a month and a half, two months. Like Maybe a little longer or something like that. And I got it in the back, and I'm washing it, and I'm cleaning it. Watch this now. I got all the unbelief out. See. And I said, Lord, I can't thank you for this. I can't thank you enough for this motorcycle. He said, That's not your motorcycle. That's Roy Houlton, this motorcycle. I said, Jesus, you devil from hell, you so- <laughs> shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. <laughs> this is a holiday. Oh, Jesus. He said, That's not your motorcycle. You had it for a while. I said, I need another word. <laughs> I said, Lord, at the mouth of two witnesses, let the word be established. I said, I know your voice. He said, I want you to give that motorcycle. I was like a kid, but I don't want to. I, I just like it. You know. I said, I, I'm obey you, but I, I, I just had a little weak moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I come walking in, and Mary says, uh, Kathy needs to talk to you. I'm like, okay. So I walk in, and I say, What, what do you want, Kathy? She said, Jesse. Uh, she said, uh, I was praying. You know that motorcycle you have? You had a real fine one you like?" She said, I think you need to give that to Roy. I said, You've been listening to God, haven't you? I said, You, need, you only pray when I tell you to pray, Kathy. You don't, know, you know. <laughs> let me tell you, because your prayers is costing me my bites. You know what I'm saying? I said, And the Lord said, Out of the mouth of two witnesses. Yeah. I'm one and she's two. So I called Roy. I said, Roy, what do you like? I said, It's yours. He didn't cry, you know. He went, he, went, he shouted, Whoa! <laughs> Glory to God. And I don't know how long you drove it, for what, a year or so? better? And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to him and gave it to a state trooper. You know, these seas are doubling all the time, you know, just, just blessing. I mean, and he still, and I, st- I think you still got that $1,800, do not you? Yeah, I mean, God, I mean, well, what happened was, what made it all happen wasn't that we had any money to buy it, we did. That wasn't the issue. Was We were just willing to obey, to be able to do whatever. God tells you to do.
2: What if something you are doing or not doing is limiting God's power in your life? You can break free from the unseen limits holding you back and begin to experience the life you are created to live. In today's special Unlimited God package, you'll receive Jerry's revealing three part CD series, Making Room for His Glory, and Jerry's inspiring book, no boundaries. In this special offer, you'll discover the vital steps you must take for God's glory to manifest and how you can rise above every adversity. Your faith will increase as Jerry teaches you how the undeniable presence of God will empower you to live victoriously. Don't wait. Call or go online now to JerrySavelle.org and request your copy of the Unlimited God special package. You have been created to live life more abundantly. Now is the time to dream bigger, go further, and receive more of God's blessings than ever before.
0: Before I forget it, I want to say Happy New Year to each and every one of you. And I want to thank you once again for your prayers, your faithful financial support. Partners, we love you so very much. You are so meaningful to us. You are in our hearts, and we pray for you often. And we're believing that 2020 is going to be your finest year. Now, once again, our special resources, this will be the last time we make this offer, making room for the glory of God. Making room for the glory of God. And then take the limits off. Don't limit God. Don't limit the glory of God. This little book teaches you how to do that. No boundaries. No boundaries. God doesn't want you to have any boundaries in your life. God doesn't want you limiting him expect bigger things in the days ahead. Expect to experience his glory in greater ways in the days ahead. So, If you'd like to have these resources, you can go online, jerrysavelle.org, or just look on your screen for the ordering information. Place your order. We'll get it to you right away by mail. I want to thank you once again for watching the broadcast. And next week, we're gonna begin a brand new series. I'm gonna be talking to you about the prophetic word the Lord has given me for 2020, and you don't wanna miss it. I'll see you then.